0: Yeah, let's for. get back to
1: Biz. So a Little y- Baby Burger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey roaches, I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul... We record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Scoot and skedaddle to another episode of Thrifty Secondhand Shopping for Worm People. I'm your host, Toddy Tondera. I'm over here on the Thrifty Couch today. We have world-famous brick-body kid, Shane Becker, again, I'm all joining the, way, the show. I'm all
1: the way over here.
0: And you're you're in the Thrifty Couch. You're all the way back into your corner, as I always say every time you're on the show, about to be... Cold. You ever notice how long your couch is? My couch
1: is roughly like eight to nine feet long. It's It stays cold in the summer? Yeah. I don't know how. Because Um, it's old. Remember, I slept on your couch last night.
0: You haven't slept on my couch in a long time, and I was a fan of it. You slept on my couch last night. I provided you with clean blankets and pillows. All of them were pretentiously vintage, vintage as well. Where I
1: was going with that was, it's always cold in the winter, in, in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cold in your house last night for a little bit. It's cold all the time in my house. Um, I get in the blank arenas. Mm-hmm. Um, the heating unit kicks on. Yeah. And the blankets are hanging off the edge of the couch, mm-hmm. and your vents are underneath your couch in the back, and they're blowing out. So it was blowing into the blanket, creating like an air vortex. Yeah. And your heater wasn't blowing out warm air. Not it not was, immediately. No, it was it was not like you know when your car starts up. Yeah. It's blowing out cold air. So I was a little nippy, and then I woke up sweating because it created like some oh. sort of. I felt like a Totino's pizza roll. Back before I I got a new roommate, I
0: knew my time in the living room sleeping was about to be done. So, like, the last week before somebody had moved in, I actually slept on the couch every night that week. Just to take it all in. Just because I knew it was going to be a long time before I just could, like, just spread out and do that. I have to say that I like the couch more than my own bed. The couch is
1: wicked comfy. Yeah. Um,
0: I got this from a, a an older couple. Okay. They had put it on craigslist.com, the website, and it was on the Pittsburgh Craigslist that they were just getting rid of it. And I got this thing for free. It's nice. It, but I've had it now for... Like uh, over a year, but I'm sure I talked about it once upon a time on like, the show.
1: You never find a couch that you can just stretch on. And this one you can. I'd say seven and three quarters feet long. And
0: the reason why you had slept on my couch last night, because we got up pretty early this morning, because we went on Thrifties' Great Escape. So, Shane, me, Toddy, We went across the border into Ohio to do some all-day thrifting because I've been wanting to get out of the city for a long time. We got to spread our wings today, and we went thrifting in a place we have never thrifted before. Canton,
1: home of the football. Home of the football Hall of Fame, which I was this summer. It was interesting. It's a lot smaller than I thought. It kind of looks like an elementary school
0: the The football hall of fame. Yeah,
1: yes. It looks like a elementary school with a ginormous football stadium behind it.
0: Now, the, one of the people that I went to Canton with had uh, a, a a vape pen with maybe some maybe some drugs in it, and they had take took a hit at the vape pen, and they weren't accustomed to doing that. And when they did that and went into the Hall of Fame, there was like uh, like projections of football players, like animated football players. And what they have is like football player heads, like busts. yeah. So there was a bunch of busts of football players. and they and there was also one that was like uh, animated, so it like it like, fake popped out at you and spoke and it was michael strahan very cool and so this bust of michael strahan was talking to my friend and he could not handle it almost cried and he's in his 40s that's <laughs>
1: hilarious when
0: you're in your 40s there,
1: are there any interactive activities at like you that do something that you can do with the football but like you do something yourself Oh, like there's, toss a football or something? No, there's a bunch of Madden stations that you could play oh, Madden on. That's whack. It sucked because
0: I, you know, when you're at the Football Hall of Fame, you want to, like, do football things. So it felt a lot like the Super Bowl to me because I was playing Madden at the Football Hall of Fame. Okay. And I got my ass kicked.
1: Oh, no. In front
0: of, like, probably five people. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, for folks who play video games... Like, you know five people watching is a ton for folks not playing video games. It doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're actually in the moment watching it, it's embarrassing. I got rocked. (laughs) That's tough.
1: I got rocked. Is that the only Hall of Fame you've been to?
0: That's the only Hall of Fame I've been to. I've
1: only been to, this is out of left field, the NASCAR Hall of Fame.
0: That's pretty sick.
1: You walk in, and you walk up some stairs, and then onto a track, and it goes, it, like, banks. Like, you know how NASCAR tracks are, they banked on the turns? Yeah. It, like, makes you walk on the bank, and you get to the top of that son of a bitch, and you're walking sideways. That's pretty fun. That's fun. Did you enjoy it?
0: Honestly, kind of. Yeah, but the reason why we were in Canton, as I mentioned, is to thrift, not for the Football Hall of Fame, Bit boy, it felt like the Hall of Fame. We felt we we found some uh, hometowners there who specifically said, "Do not take pictures, um, because don't call our place out." So yeah, I don't won't. call
1: our old Circuit City out, you stupid <laughs> idiot.
0: Stop <laughs> taking pictures. So I'm not gonna say where
1: it was or what it was, but it was an old Circuit City building. And we, I sp- think, I think he needed to, or they needed to realize that. Uh, you were just taking pictures because it looked like a circuit city. Well, I was actually taking pictures because I told somebody
0: I was going there today to thrift, and they were like, "Send me some pictures of the outside of the building so I can do some artwork with it." So I was like, "Hell yeah!" So I was just taking so many different like weird shots out there that I always do, and uh, so I sent them, and that's when he was like, "Are you taking pictures?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, okay, I got it." So I'm gonna I'm gonna let the heat. Come off of that, and then I'll post some really crazy art that my friend did of the building. Very <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, before we get into the haul that we collected today, real quick, especially since Shane is here, Shane and I have put together uh, Thrifty's first playlist. It's on Spotify. If you follow Thrifty on Instagram, we posted it there. On Facebook, we posted it there. And then in the comments of the Facebook post, you could click a link. And go right to Spotify, listen to it It's got 14 tracks Some of them are just bangers that I like That I have in my headphones Others are some local heat Local heat for local fans, fans of the locals. So Bluffs, the theme to our show for many reasons, has a track on there. Swamp Walk, some very genuine music. And Sykes and the New Violence from Start the Beat with Sykes made the playlist as well.
1: A little little Back to Japan. Back to
0: Japan by Sykes and the New Violence, but definitely check it out. favorite Sykes and the
1: New Violence song. What's your
0: favorite Sykes song?
1: The Halloween song.
0: The Halloween song. Too underdressed for this party.
1: The Halloween song on Halloween live. Ripped, it ripped. I worked door for that. I stood behind you. That was sick. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Or you could also just search "Thrifty Podcast Number One" on okay. Spotify. Don't
0: forget. See, Shane's a better Spotifyer than I. So just that. Yeah, search Thrifty Podcast number one, <laughs> and the playlist will pop I've up. I've already Listen gotten to
1: four new followers on Spotify, which I'm just now learning is a thing. That's very from cool. This. That's very I'm cool. I'm getting some, some Spotify fans. Already? For
0: fans of Spotify. Fans for of Thrifty, thrifty fans crossing over into your world. Oh.
1: They, I'm going to get another person at Woolies coming up to me asking if I'm Rad Mex, asking if I'm buying a pound of shrimp. Yeah, so let's hope that happens, but...
0: As uh, as a part of our thrift haul, I want to uh, start out with something very sentimental, as we say in the intro to one Shane Becker. That since we share an eBay account, because we both do Brick Body Kids, we often see what each others are searching, and he has been searching for something, and I believe he actually clicked on something that was exactly the item we found today, and that's rare. So driving out to Canton was definitely
1: worth it. Honestly, what did you yeah. find today, Shane? Something that almost made me cry. So I love Brugger's Bagels. I think I've, I have now gotten you to also love Bruger's Bagels. I'm
0: in on Brugger's Bagels because of you. It's definitely. so
1: good. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh doesn't have a great bagel scene, if mm-hmm. we're being honest. Um, Brugger's, although it is a chain... Make some damn ass good bagels. And day old bagels, you get uh, for six bucks, you get twelve. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say you get six for three ninety nine, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it changes. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, I mean, uh, you do the math is the same thing. Today we found a nineteen ninety Brugger's bagels vintage mug thermos instrument. It's clean as heck. It says Jav-ah. It's Java.
0: It's clean as heck.
1: There's the... the uh, that was the most... If you were to put that overlaid on a porn, that sounded like the most uncomfortable orgasm sound ever. Job. <sighs> that made me uncomfortable again. Yeah. <laughs> you you <laughs> did it to you. I'm absolutely fine with it. That was the point. Yeah. Um, it has... Oh, I don't know if you remember Brugger's back in the day. Um, the little The Little Boys in Hats. Mm-hmm. Remember the Little Boys in Hats? I
0: remember uh, the Little Boys in Hats. Now, I myself was not a Brugger's head until recently, but I've obviously known about Brugger's bagels yep. in Western PA, and Little Boys with Hats was a big part of their marketing campaign, and that's what's on your uh, thermos today. I
1: remember probably early 2000s, maybe 99, 2001, uh, their cream cheese containers used to have them, And their like even their posters in the store would have them. That was like a big thing. And now they kind of got a little bit more you know minimalist with their design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as most companies are doing nowadays, Um, less is more. Homeboy, I saw this in the bin, and I saw the little boys with hats, and it didn't hit me right away. I knew it felt familiar. I was like, this is either gonna be Einstein Brothers or Brueggers. Roll the mug around. Brueger's bagels. I looked at you. You looked at me. You said bro <laughs> yeah i was like
0: brother and i did the thing where what football players do where they like smack you on the top of the pads like i felt that's what i did i smacked you on the top of the pads and i was like let's go I, let's go i
1: turned around in the locals at the bins the boys that we were seeing all day today mm-hmm. were just staring at me <laughs> they were and staring was, at us all day and i was so i was i was smiling and i turned around and they i could tell they're kind of trying to look at what i found and I pull up a fucking thermos, and they look at me like, like what am I doing? Yeah, but yeah. 1990 Brugger's Java uh, mug mm-hmm. uh, says some words on it. Yeah, and I believe it says there's a little donkey, a donkey with a basket, a donkey with a basket the, on one it. One of the little uh, hat hat uh, soldiers is pulling a donkey up the hill, and it says, "Woo." The heights will go to bring you a great cup of coffee. Shane Becker, known little hat soldier. I, I, I would should say go as a Bruger's little hat guy for Halloween. <laughs> for dude. Halloween, holy shit! I'm gonna go as a Bruger's little hat guy. No one's gonna get it. My dad might, um, <laughs> so I have to make sure I see him that I day. <laughs> make sure I see my dad this Halloween. Catch me fooling <laughs> around Pittsburgh. Looking like a Brugger's little hat guy. So
0: how long have you been into Brugers?
1: Since my head came out of the womb. Ooh. Um, I've been, there used to be a Brugger's right by my house, but also there's one a couple miles away. Um, I can't remember the last time I didn't have Brugger's, at least once a week. Yeah. Um, probably when I was in Massachusetts.
0: So I have a hard-hitting hard-hitting Brugger's question for you. For me? Yeah, hard-hitting. Oh. So you had mentioned the Brugger's bagels, you know, they had the little hat boys and that was marketing, you know, it was big and flashy and then they went to more minimalistic uh, style of it. The birth of Panera bread. It's been a while, I know this, but do you think that Panera bread had a impact on Brugger's bagels? The company? Do you think it, it made them change their minds about anything? The way they market their product. Does Brugers know about Panera in a big way?
1: I think Brugers tried harder.
0: Do you think they would admit that they that they respect Panera as I don't think
1: they respect Panera. I think they know they make a better product. And I think they took it upon themselves to make people know that they had a better product. Hence why there's a big campaign in the early 2010s that they, like, used real eggs and, like, started making the eggs right in front of you. Um, I knew already before Panera, but even now still they have those open areas where you can see them boiling the bagels and baking the bagels. Um, They're going through all the steps to make you know that they are shitting on Panera. But they don't
0: want to. They don't. In the bagel game. They don't, don't want to say that. But we all know. No, they, they are. already
1: do. Western mm-hmm. bagel on rosemary, ham instead of bacon, add sriracha, American cheese, toasted.
0: Sriracha seems like the secret ingredient to that one.
1: Ham instead of bacon might rip. Hmm. I love Brugger's. I hate their bacon. Really, too peppery. It just kind of overwhelms you. Is
0: that why you gave me a little side eye when I got the bacon on my bagel that one day?
1: I got bacon, ham, and cheese, and you're like, bacon? And I was like, yeah. You're like, hmm. Well, the I, I think you know, like when you get food poisoning, you're kind of like I never got food poisoning from Brugger's, but like I remember being a young, young child and eating their bacon and being like, this is too much for me, man. <laughs> and now I'm every time I about food poisoning. Now every time I get the bacon, there it is once every three years. Mm-hmm. It's like you get something just to see if it gets any better. <laughs> it never does, dude. I'm like, I'm going to do it today. Today's going to be the day I get bacon, and I'm yeah. going to see if I like it every time I get mad at myself.
0: That's a very, very good scope on who you are as a person, I think.
1: Yeah, like you just like, got to come around uh, every so often uh, just, just see if it steep still is, sucks. Steve, it still hurts. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah, I will voluntarily hurt myself once in a blue moon just to make sure that I know it still hurts me. I had,
0: speaking of food poisoning, what obviously, not obvious, well, obvious to me, but the first thing that comes to my mind is I was at a movie theater and I was seeing Freddy Got Fingered, the film, with my father as a child. That's another story for another day. But I got nachos with nacho cheese and something about it didn't agree with me and I felt immediately sick and I puked on the person
1: in front of me down the back of their movie chair and we had to leave (laughs) he said we had to leave i've never i've never embarrassed myself in public like that my dad used to take me to to some i wouldn't say like
0: messed up films but things like you wouldn't take your son to my dad took me to brugger's (laughs) was really it and that's why you're gonna make sure you see his ass on Halloween. On halloween
1: i would be like I'm gonna carry on cream cheese Or like bagels Or both
0: You think he's gonna get it? No <laughs> Absolutely fucking <laughs> what not What if What if you dressed up As one of the little men The little Brugger's men And You're like Get it Get it And he's like No but then you crouch down To be as small as them mm. And then he's I just like, shrink
1: Got it Honey I shrunk the Brugger's Tiny hat Soldier <laughs> But um, so that was like the killer piece that I mean, in itself, absolutely worth it for me. Yeah. In itself. I I have I I told you one day when we started our eBay five, six months ago, I'm like, I know on one day I'm just going to cave and buy a Brewer's mug from like Mm the 90s. Um, You bought a sourdough
0: starter of some kind.
1: Yeah. Did that come in the mail yet? Was it supposed to come here? I don't know where I sent it to. I need to look back on eBay and figure out if I accidentally sent it here. It didn't come here. I mean, he I'll said it'd be here by the first of February. Okay, well so, there. I mean, there's a lot of time. So, your boy likes to cook. Yeah, right. Um, I had a fever dream one time, so not so long ago, that I wanted to make sourdough bread. I still do. Uh, I bought 140 year old sourdough starter from San Francisco. The picture of it looks nuts, dude. Um, <laughs> nuts. I saw you also then looked up more sourdough starters. Okay, so you follow what I did to that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, Toddy knows what I'm doing. Well, yeah, um, you
0: had some in the cer- – yeah,
1: you bought the sourdough starter, and it looked nuts. And I was like, do all of these look yeah. nuts? <laughs> no, that's – so sourdough starter is essentially fermented yeast. Yeah. Um. So Which what, I've learned. Yeah, I'm glad that you did the research. Uh-huh. Um, so what this is, it's sourdough starter that was cultured in like the 1800s, mm-hmm. like 1880. Um, and then a bakery in San Francisco used it. And what they've done is they made sourdough starter, which is you take the yeast mm-hmm. and you take some flour, you take some water and you let it sit and it'll grow. Almost like a kombucha sure um and that's why everything looks so weird Mm -hmm. like it pops off the top of cans and stuff because it just expands uh but what they did is they well there was an expansion photo oh i know the one you looked up looked grotesque okay uh like overflowing grotesque Mm -hmm. um but they dried it out and they powdered it and why i bought this specific sourdough starter um the description of it said, this is 100% genuine 140-year-old sourdough starter, not a scam. Most places will just send you one or two flakes. In this, you get two heaping tablespoons in a little Ziploc bag, and we'll mail it to you, stupid son of a bitch. And you wow. know what? Mm-hmm. It's three fucking dollars, and it's free shipping. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and no, we don't know where it went, but we will find coming. it. It's coming.
1: It's coming in an envelope. It's going to be an envelope with just sourdough starter in it. Almost like he sent you a letter. Oh, was that
0: was that why you were so interested in my mail yesterday? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Let's get it. I didn't get my mail until late last night. And you're like, what's that? I'm like, it's mail,
1: brother. I don't know. What I was is excited it? to get my – because sourdough starter takes about three days to activate. Yeah. And I want to get cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. But, yeah, so my eBay consists of Brugger's, sourdough starter – Uh, the occasional cheeto search Mm -hmm. that's about it
0: yeah let's call a spade a spade you uh, accused me of looking up a blowjob mask quote-unquote blowjob mask and it was a hot dog eating mask it's a (laughs)
1: blowjob mask it's a blowjob mask uh, marketed so it's a blowjob mask a latex bdsm mask I'll get into what I'm looking at right now. The viewers can't see it, but uh, I'll mm-hmm. show Toddie in a second. He'll just explain what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a latex mask with a hole in the mouth, and it it's marketed as a hot dog eating mask. Pretty good <laughs> meme. It's fine. Homie said
0: with a hole in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, that's what you gotta do. Sometimes uh, you look up some things. You know. So t- I'll let Toddie explain what I was just stuttering about. So if you look here, Toddie, yeah, you can see this little boy popping out, right? So, he has two- This sock, the same thing. That's weird. You're Okay, so you have two socks.
0: You're wearing two socks, one on each foot, of course, and your big toe is popping out of both socks because there's a little hole in them. Your big toe looks like it's in the middle of your foot for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, so, I'm like,
1: this sock uh, is crinkled. Because I kind of moved it, so it's, it would do the same I'd, thing. It's
0: an optical illusion, but your big toe looks like it's in the middle. Of I've your been told foot. that
1: I have weird toes, and I think that that's probably true.
0: Well, if your big toe's in the middle of your foot, it's a little different. Yeah. Imagine if that was a thing. I is is your big toe regular? Yeah. Well, you know about my bad toe, so I can't even talk about toes. So yeah, what else did we get today? So enough at, of the
1: toe stuff. Let's get back to what we're here for. Yeah, let's for. get back to biz. So little baby burger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
0: boy hit me with the little baby burger <laughs> that's not till act two but spoiler alert
1: i thought that was just part of the hall
0: well no so it's, it's a the second act of the show is item origin well at act
1: two little baby burger <laughs> little baby. baby burgers coming it's up coming. <laughs> uh instead hit of hit me with that little baby burger still, instead early. of that lbb for uh ryan fans that's an acronym mm-hmm. um Let's move on to, to the Quaker
0: Steak. Quaker Steak. So, uh, yeah, for Brick Body Kids, at Brick Body Kids on Instagram, as uh, listeners will know. But if you're new to the show, Shane and I uh, sell uh, vintage and a part of what we do is we we sell vintage clothes so we were on the lookout at the spot today and we came up with about nine or ten
1: pieces i'm gonna parlay in there and say about 15. you think so uh, i'm yeah. saying clothes alone yes just clothes absolutely cool uh well, like four sweatshirts we came about shirts.
0: 14 15 pieces then and what we have in front of us about three or four of the select few of of what we had and we got a decent clothes haul today Uh, One of them, and Shane was popping for this as well, um, we're moving from the Brugger's uh, mug from 1990 over to Quaker Steak and Lube shirt. Now, Quaker Steak and Lube is an actual place for people listening anywhere. This isn't anything we've made up. I'm sure locals will know what we're talking about. But beyond local, there's a Quaker Steak and Lube shirt. Restaurant and we've got a shirt from it, and you there's said about
1: thirty-five of them. Okay, so people They're know about Pennsylvania. It. There's a couple in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some in West Virginia.
0: Yeah, that that would make I'd sense. I'd say
1: Mid Atlantic chain, mm-hmm. not even like almost just like Appalachian chain. And the shirt we got today, you were the one to find it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it open again. I popped for it pretty hard. It's um. So the tag on it is one of those gildan ultra-cotton tags.
0: It's a fat gildan tag. Yeah,
1: which, rip. That just yeah. means that you know you got something from, like, 96, 97. Um, it's a Quaker Steak and Lou bike night shirt from yep. Stratton, Pennsylvania. Sharon, Pennsylvania. Sharon, Pennsylvania. And for you, those of you who don't know where that is, we Google it, because I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were in Ohio, and we were finding still PA... A lot of PA stuff. I saw more Steelers things at the Canton, Ohio, (laughs) Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I saw a Cordell Stewart jersey before. I saw a Tim Couch jersey. Yeah. I saw the Tim Couch
0: jersey was like it wasn't more so like a
1: long sleeve sweater thing. Yeah, but we found
0: uh, our very own boy Cordell Stewart on the ground. (laughs) I'm sure someone just said fuck this, dude. Cordell Stewart on the ground. But the Quaker Steak and Lube T-shirt, um, it's size large. It's gray. Um, it has the literal world on it, and it says, Best Wings USA, Quaker Steak and Lube. Then it has a star signifying Sharon P.A. on All the map. All of
1: the United States of America is the Quaker Steak and Lube logo.
0: Oh, yeah. The whole Quaker Steak and Lube lo- logo is the United States. Does it reach t-
1: – do they include Alaska, or is mm, Alaska not included?
0: No, Alaska is not included in h- hell if Canada is, or Mexico. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just America. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a great T-shirt. Has the world on it, and it says best on the planet. It has a motorcycle under underneath the motorcycle. It says lube bike night. Now I remember lube bike night. Okay, um, tell me about it, cause I don't. You don't. No. So
1: my local uh, QSNL for Ryan fans um, had wing night on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was all you can eat wings, eleven ninety nine. Uh, my record was
0: 65, 65 set, whole wings
1: set in 2011,
0: Ooh, my sophomore
1: year of high school. So
0: 65, what type of wings were you eating at Luke all White night? Oh,
1: <laughs> I mean, you could pick your flavors, dude. You could just like, you just be like, I want six blankie blank, uh, Arizona ranch banger. Uh, it's like Buffalo ranch kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It's like Buffalo sauce with ranch seasoning in it pretty much. Okay. Okay. Um, is
0: it dry? Is it a dry ranch? No, it's like oh. wet. It's okay.
1: Ripping. You don't like ranch? No. I think you'd like Arizona ranch if we're being sincere. I don't
0: eat ranch. No.
1: But it's more buffalo soft with ranch seasoning than it is a ranch with buffalo in it. Mm-hmm. Mayo? I don't do. It's not mayo based. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm sure there might be some mayo in it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Louisiana liquor? I don't know. It's like barbecue Cajun. Sure. You know what I'm talking about sure. Louisiana liquor, mm-hmm. uh, regular buffalo, Quaker Steak and Lubes medium buffalo wings, smack, hmm. some of the best. Uh, like weirdly thick sauce, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tuesday was all you can eat wing night. Wednesday was biker night. Biker night was always more aggressive. What do you say about that? I say there's never any parking because there's 35 motherfucking motorcycles everywhere. So
0: you roll up. You make friends with the biker boys. Never. Oh, I I thought you'd for sure be No,
1: I for sure was 12. (laughs) 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 Um, But I remember walking in there and just being intimidated the whole time.
0: Yeah, so you were eating quickly and that's when Uh, you got it. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Especially nights where they stuck you in the bar because there weren't any seats left. Mm-hmm. So they throw you in the one-bar booth. Yikes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it was spooky scary. Is Quaker Steak and Lube one of the
0: places where you could eat extremely hot wings and be rewarded by a piece of paper? Yes, they
1: have the atomic, now the triple atomic wing. Mm-hmm. You have to sign a waiver for it. Uh, Wait,
0: don't, so there's a waiver wing there? Yeah,
1: there is a waiver wing. Okay. i never have had it. Mm-hmm. Ever since I did that thing with Sykes, the hot sauce eating what do you call this it? This past summer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never want to even eat anything that spicy ever again because you get the burps and your stomach hurts. Yeah. I don't need a t-shirt. I don't care about it. Or a piece of paper. Well, I don't need anything. I need to be happy and not burping. And
0: I think to be not burping could be a way to happiness. Yeah. I it think one of to my to
1: go along with my early Brugger's memories, one of my earliest memories is going to Quaker Steak and Lube and getting like their kids meal thing it Mm -hmm. was like a corn dog and fries or whatever uh came in a box shaped like a race car oh i was a fan of that okay you know how much i love tiny things that look like big things yes yeah Um, you do that was one of my favorite memories of quaker steak and lube i remember eating the first time i ever ordered hot wings like inside like mild medium hot like hot wings was it Quaker Steak and Lube? And I think I was probably in seventh grade. I remember hating myself. Mm. I remember just hating it. I love spicy food now, but I remember that day I just could not breathe. Yikes. Uh, I remember sitting outside, half dry heaving, half thinking I was going to die. I don't know why. Whoa. That's deep for just a hot spicy. I know. I mean, I was 11, yeah. but like, also at the same time, I might have been playing it up for the kayfabe. Sure. Um, sure. But I remember that. It's the my local Quaker Steak and Lube got turned into a Texas Roadhouse. Ugh. And they throw peanut shells on the ground Ugh. there. And they yeah. just think that's okay. Yeah. Imagine being the person at Texas Roadhouse that has to clean up all the peanut shells off the ground.
0: Yeah. I dated somebody that before we dated, they worked at Texas Roadhouse. And they said, like, yeah, the peanut shells were just, like,
1: uh, uh, there's sma- Like, what, what happened is
0: they throw them on the ground and then you'd step on them and like you
1: know just walking you just around drag him through the fucking restaurant.
0: It's ridiculous. I don't want to work or eat anywhere where there's just like F- fucking chaos. food
1: skeletons on the ground. Yeah,
0: like I just want like I'm just such a person that like when I go out in public, I'm already not about it. So I just want to go somewhere chill, just want to like relax, a little darker
1: hopefully. Go to Brugger's. Go to Brugger's Just sit next to the boiler. Kids go
0: to the boiler. You know, get your get a couple of cu- a cups of chicken special or
1: whatever the hell they call that soup that tastes like chicken. Yeah, br- s- uh, they do have that at Brugger's. And I have been under the influence or under the impression. I always say under the influence. <laughs>
2: <Huh>. <laughs>
0: I don't know why. <laughs> Coincidence. Um, <laughs> wow. Um,
1: under the impression that Brugger's does serve soup. Yeah. I never knew it was chicken motherfucking special. special. I've been swearing a lot. Yeah, chi- about Brugger's recently. Chicken special, I think it's warranted. And,
0: and it's chicken soup that tastes like potpourri and chicken. And you just slam that. So I get what I do is I get two cups of that, mm-hmm. slam that down, and they give you like sourdough balls. They give you little bagel bites. They give you bagel bites,
1: little baby bagel bites.
0: And they give you they give you about six bagel bites per chicken special. And the last time I was there, they only give you like three. The young man's waiting on me asked me hey do you want like the the bagel bites with them and i'm like
1: yeah does the tin man have a sheet metal cock
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and then so you're supposed to get six for each cup he gave me four in total
1: i was livid (laughs) that was bad uh they were not busy either We also...
0: Yeah, let's get into what I have
1: here. Uh, You whipped those out from behind you like you were hiding a weapon. Yes, they Um,
0: are are this episode's weapon because this episode is the great escape. And much like escaping after you rob a bank, we escaped with a few very We could have had
1: four more.
0: Yeah, we could have had four more. Cat cat
1: shirts. Cat shirts.
0: Cat shirts from the 90s. (laughs) From the 90s, we had... There was four... Cat things that I had found, two of them I put back. One of them almost got purchased. It was a vintage cat sweater, but it was a little too crackly. But it had like a poofy graphic of a cat on it and it said Ohio. That went back. What didn't go back? I'll tell you what didn't go. One back One right cat now.
1: item that I don't see in front of us right now. I know you're looking at your stuff. Sure. You found a poster. And it's just a blown up page of an I Spy book. Yes, and I think it's one of the cooler things we found today.
0: Yeah, there was multiple pages of a blown up I Spy book, and we're friends with uh, Short King Prin, who is on the show a lot. And Short King Prin works at the Black Cat Market in Pittsburgh, PA. And so they we do go- cat adoption. They do cat adoption. So it had a on the poster. It had a, a reference to Black Cat. It said it there, and then there's a cat on it. So we got that for Black Cat Market. The t-shirts we got, um, so I believe this is, uh, yeah, this is a single stitch, um, and this is a Fruit of the Loom Best Black Tag, size small, and it has a main Coon cat right on the front of it, and it's a gray, like a Heather Gray t-shirt, and the mancoon on the front of it, it's a puffy-ass head, green eyes, exactly what you want from a cat of this caliber, and this is from the early 90s. The other cool-ass cat thing that we got today, um, is also uh, vintage and it's more of like a nightshirt. or if you're a little bit a little bit of a, a a bit of a bigger person it could be for you as well um, but it's from 1994 uh, label being relevant products and it's also a heather gray uh, it's like a night shirt and it says it says Polly's island on it is that a real place I doubt it. I'm going
1: to look it up, baby. Look it
0: up as I described. Pauly's Island, the reason why I don't think it's a real place is because Pauly's is spelled P-A-W-L-E-Y-S.
1: It's a real place in South Carolina. Very sick. It's by Huntington or Simmonsville.
0: Okay, so we would have to assume then that this is from, uh, not from Ohio, not from Pennsylvania, but one of our friends in the Carolinas. They have a
1: whole ass historical district.
0: We got to get into this soon. For sure. Wire, uh, continue. Yeah, but on the uh, on the front of it, we're gonna say about ten to twelve cats on it. Um, some of them look like happy. Some of them look sad. Some of them just look at like just kind of apathetic. Some of them look high on drugs. Um, if I'm gonna be honest, maybe a little bit on the catnip. But it's a it's a one fourth button down, long sleeve. It's meant to fit baggy. It's vintage from 1994, and it was a part of our cat haul that we got as a part of our thrift haul today. But Pauly's Island, I guess- Is haunted. What?
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Go into that. Um, so, I am on the Pauly's Island arts and culture section of their Wikipedia. Whoa. This contains no arts, but it does contain some culture. I will read the first paragraph. Do it. This is just this is just right off the bat. They're not holding any punches. Mm-hmm. The Gray Man is a famous purported <laughs> ghost local to Polly's Island, and is said to have walked the coastline for nearly two hundred years. Gray Man. His presence is said to warn of hurricanes and other dangers.
0: Oh, so it's like uh, it's like the red herring. It's like that. Would you, you see like it?
1: the Gray Man story? hit me with that gray man story of polly's island for sure story time hit me with it the most common origin story of the gray man is that in 1822 or it's item origin i feel like this is a little uh nod to ghoul on ghoul okay i feel like sarah ghoul right now reading the story of our friends at ghoul on ghoul podcast but the gray man is uh the story of the gray man is in 1822 A young woman was staying on the island with her family when she received word that her fiancé was going to join her there. Delighted with the news, she prepared all of his favorite dishes in anticipation of his arrival. So some cornbread, maybe a little fish, perhaps some stuffed peppers. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. All right. However, as her fiancé was traveling to the house, he challenged his servants to race on their horses. Okay. So homeboys go into this house. He, te- he says, you know what, people I don't pay enough? Race me on your horses. <laughs> what it was he on? Yeah. Another horse? Yeah. Okay. I, maybe he rolled up on his own
0: horse and was like, servants, we're, uh, we're obviously racist, so like,
1: race against us. Hey, just do it. I want to yeah. have some fun today. Yeah. Uh, as they raced, he saw a shortcut through a marsh. He said, I'm rich. I'm already going to cheat. It's fine. <laughs> Um, Uh. And he decided to take the shortcut through the marsh The horse stumbled in the marsh Throwing him off the horse And despite his servants efforts to free him He sank into the mud That cheating stupid son of a bitch racist ass
0: Well check it out So he's like servants race me And they still tried to save him
1: Uh, They're servants Yeah but I'm saying like uh, Gotta get paid somehow What are you gonna do uh, Yeah 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 That's actually no that's, that's the right answer uh, the news of her fiance's death nearly drove the girl mad and she had and she had distressing waking in the night. That's one of the weirdest written sentences. <laughs> so pre- I'm gonna Google translate this for you. She woke up sad and angry and <laughs> confused. Uh, I and get that. I get that. and part instead of it. calling them nightmares, this Wikipedia article calls them night dream visions of him.
0: Yes. When f- you have when you have night dream visions, yeah,
1: her family rap game night dream visions. Uh, her family took her to Charleston to see a doctor. Within hours of their within uh, wrong form of there, uh, within hours of their leaving, no comma, a hurricane hit the coast and almost all of Polly's island inhabitants die, except for the cats. But the family's house was untouched. <laughs> Pop- okay. However, the Gray Man might be aloof again because Pauley Island's population has gone from 176 mm-hmm. to 103 in the last 20 years. Okay,
0: so they're not. It's not a good place to maybe bone down. You can't be boning down with the
1: Gray Man. No. <laughs> like <laughs> if if this <laughs> episode wasn't titled "The Great Escape," it would be titled "Boning Down with the Gray Man." <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to this weekend? I'm, well,
0: I'm just boning down with the gray man. You feel so, me? Yeah. Just boning down with the gray man.
1: So for a shirt that has about 15 cats on it, it comes from an island that has about one man walking around warning of a hurricane. Per cat. So, per cat. Yeah. <laughs> 15 gray men walking around warning of a hurricane.
0: And the last thing we're going to get into before we hit the commercial break... Um, it's a pretty simple item, but the reason why I appreciated it, because obviously I appreciate Shane's friendship and the trip we took today, the great escape we took today, and something around, um, and now this is something we may or may not come across of in Pittsburgh, but it's something that we go um, into Ohio that's a lot easier to find. We have a, a black, excuse me, brown and orange tassel cap with the Cleveland Browns helmet on the front of it. And it's, it's unfortunate
1: because it's gotta be seventies. It's seventies. It's seven it's got like the two bar helmet. It's so cool.
0: It's got a it's got a Cleveland Browns patch right on the front of it. Brown and patch orange. used
1: to be circular, but whoever sewed this patch sewed it like they had no thumbs. Okay. Uh, and completely missed the outer rim of one of the stitching, so it kind of looks like an egg or an octopus. And that's the Cleveland Browns franchise
0: summed up into a couple but of this sentences. Is, this is the old Browns that are now the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I liked it, and unfortunately, just like every Tossel cap I've ever –
1: uh, this found. looks like every tassel cap that you see, like Pittsburghers wearing in like pictures of them at Three Rivers Stadium. It doesn't fit, so it's gonna it's gonna be in the to Try this kids. son of a bitch yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put let's it on. Put it on. We're gonna give you a, a head rating. Yeah. Let's see.
0: Well, it's been a while since I've been given a head rating, but um, that looks pretty damn good on <laughs> no, you. No, it doesn't. Yes, I feel it like does. I look like an egg. Okay. Your phone's to your left. Go ahead and put the selfie uh, cam. Head on. feel rating is a six point eight three. Um, let's go ahead and put that and selfie cam on you. See yourself in that. Put that on. He's put the microphone down to look at himself in the hat. Tell me,
1: you don't look bad. I'm not making a joke. This here. is like, you know, a ten gallon hat. Sure. This is a ten. The d- ten dip. D- 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 this is a ten gallon condom beanie. <laughs> this is an XL condom beanie. I look like a crab fisherman, but not enough. <laughs> uh, a crab fisherman. They said, you know what? You know those condom beanies that you see everyone wearing nowadays?
0: Make it a little longer. It's the 70s. Make it brown. I. You don't think you look good in it? I don't I,
1: think you I look, only look bad po- in it. I only pop for beanies that like pull up on my head because yeah. they make me taller. Cool. Uh, I respect that. Medium King Shane Becker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I... Uh, I have a blue uh, tocile cap, a blue beanie. It's just like out of the bottle blue, and
1: I've had it for 20 years. And, and I've lost it five times. didn't know where it was today, the bins. It blended have, in with the cart pretty well.
0: I've lost that thing so many times. And there was a couple of times in 2014, six years ago, I thought it was gone for good because I didn't see it for a month. And where it was was in my laundry basket and that's a pretty telltale sign of how often I do my laundry and so it was in my laundry that's basket
1: showing your ass a little
0: yeah that's fine everybody it's knows I'm pathetic and gross everyone Whoa, knows that everyone knows that, that steep
1: to those <laughs> of levels? everybody knows let's that be happy let's honestly I'm now looking at this uh, someone drew a picture of you that makes you look like a tooth slash a ghost okay so before we go to break, um, this my, is how I
0: feel like I looked when I was in that beanie. Yeah. Um, so what Shane has found uh, by the Thrifty Couch is... Someone, on, chewed on bit, yeah, someone chewed on it a little bit. Yeah, someone chewed on it a little bit. So I had an old podcast, Once Upon a Time, and a fan from the old podcast, um, there was a bit on the show where I was a ghost, and everybody would just refer to me as somebody who was dead, and I would hate it. So somebody... Um, put, made me as a ghost and put a beanie on me as a part of the thing.
1: But um, It has your now almost dead name on it. Yeah, pretty much almost uh, my dead name keep on it. talking for one second. Keep them running. Maybe just tell a story. I'm going to go find something.
0: Okay. I'll well, be right- why don't we hit commercial break, and when we return, whatever Shane is about to find – we're about to figure out what it is because I literally don't know. Um, but when we come back, we're going to get into item origin. Where it was a little spoiler. We have a little burger guy to talk about. But after we come back, this is Thrift. This is Thrifty Podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs>
2: at here this morning. We are 10 minutes after five. Have you, have you ever seen such a hot tub? We've got Kelly Long here from uh, Brugger's Bagels and, and Dylan, our head baker this morning. So what are these bagels doing in the water? I, I thought they were baked.
3: Well, to make a real Brugger's New York style bagel, they have to be boiled first for a minute and a half before they go into the oven. Okay,
2: so these are just about ready to come out. Dylan, how long do we have to go on these? Okay, so these got a minute 30, and then what happens after these come out of their little hot tub?
3: He's going to be taking these out and put them on these sticks over here. Okay, so they're coming out. They're coming out right now. He's going to lay them out on these sticks and space them out. Okay. Then they're going to go into the oven on the stone hearth shelf.
2: Right.
3: And then after about four and a half minutes, he's going to flip them off the sticks.
2: So are they fragile at this point? You don't want to break them.
3: They, they're not fragile, but he does have to be careful with them and make sure they stay nice and round. So. Okay.
2: So once these go into the uh, hot oven, how hot is it, and how long do they stay in there?
3: It's 470 degrees, Ooh, that's a hot and oven. the first process of them being in there is four and a half minutes, and then it goes another 11 minutes. So you know, roughly about 15 minutes for us to get our beautiful golden brown bagels. Okay.
2: How many different kinds do you guys make here?
3: Um, we have over 20 varieties of bagels. And over 12 different varieties of cream cheese that can go on it.
2: So a lot of work is being done here at Bruger's Bagels to get this ready for a morning. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Dylan, for giving us kind of a, a, a front view here. Oh, I like how you stop the operation. Get it in there. Don't burn yourself, Dylan. This is serious stuff. And then he starts it right up. Man, he's a pro. I tell you what. Let's talk about Earth Day for just a second, my friend.
0: So we are back from commercial break into the second act of the show. And before we hit commercial break, Shane was running all around and said, I have to show you something, but I quickly cut to commercial break. So most anticipated return to the second act in quite some time. Uh, Shane has some stuff to show me. I literally don't know anything of what it's about, but go ahead and hit me with this before we get into the segment.
1: First, the original reason I ran off stage. Or the couch as some would know it as. Yeah. Uh so this picture of you as a ghost with a beanie on says Todd. Yeah. What I have brought to the table is a red sharpie. Yes. With your consent, may I make this your real ass name and add a Y onto the Todd? unfortunately he's gonna say no because it's sentimental yeah unfortunately that i can respect yeah however i do appreciate it so the viewers aren't uh sad but somebody yeah it's old it's old album that no climax came from this uh special long-awaited wait after the commercial it's it's special
0: art somebody did for an old podcast. Or i'd let you do it
1: (laughs) i can't (laughs) very cool I feel like I overstepped. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> however, during <laughs> you the break, did it. I received two Instagram DMs. Two Instagram DMs during the break. During like, the break. Not made up. Received two of them. I posted the Brugers. Weirdly enough, I posted the Brugers mug when I found it. Because yeah. why, why wouldn't I? Of course. And I also posted the Quaker Steak and Lube shirt. Okay. The only two items from our haul today that I posted on my Instagram. Yeah, he said. I said he said without naming anyone, anybody. Yeah, uh, Turner. Okay, our friend Turner from Tur- the bins. Turner from the bins. <laughs> Turner, who we haven't seen at a hot ass hour. Turner bought
0: something from Brick Body Kids and has not picked that. That thing just up shows in months. how much money
1: Turner has. Probably, yeah. He just probably. buy things. And he it
0: doesn't give a fuck about. So uh, someone named Turner that we both mutually
1: know sent a DM to Shane. So Turner, uh. Responded to the Quaker Steak and Lube shirt. Yeah. And he said, fun fact, my dad almost beat the world record free throw shooter at the original Quaker Steak. Free throw shooter at the original Quaker Steak? He made 19 out of 20 free throws and he missed the last shot. Ooh. And instead of winning $1,000, Turner's dad... Whose name is Mike D? Mike, <laughs> Mike D, as uh, Turner told me to call him. Yeah. Uh, his dad told Turner to tell me to call him uh, Coolmo D. Okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, instead of winning $1,000, Mike D won a Youngstown State University basketball ticket. Dang. So Dang. if you ever he, feel let so down,
0: you're, you're saying if he made that last shot, he, he would have won
1: $1,000. But instead, he won a Youngstown State Fighting Penguins basketball ticket. You could probably buy five years of season tickets for Youngstown State basketball with $1,000. Dang, dude. That's, that's tough. tough. However, that's tough. second DM.
0: You got another hot DM. We
1: talked about little baby hat boys on the Bruger's mug. Yes. Early in the episode, we did. DJ Lil give me a clapping emoji for finding the mug. DJ Lil also said, "I totally remember the weird tapir bear bakers." So it's that's what DJ so is Lil is that what they're owned? named?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming DJ Lil knows everything. That's why D- we they always to me just look
1: like little little human human dudes with big noses.
0: Yeah, well, that's probably their name. Everybody is a human dude with a big nose at some point. So,
1: shout That's out DJ me. Lil, shout out Turner, but most importantly, shout out Turner's dad. T- Turner's own dad. Turner's whole ass
0: dad. I like that in the break of the show, you got some DMs So those people that, we, that you were talking to. Their names are on the show now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of them. They get a little shout out this a little week. shout out for fun. <laughs> it was just DJ Lil's birthday, so Happy that's
1: birthday, pretty... to DJ Lil! It was yesterday. It
0: was yesterday, and we got our hair cut together. What up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Toddie said, "I'm more friends than DJ Lil than you are." With I didn't say Lo. that. I we said, get I... our hair cut together. I just said it was a good time I had with DJ Lil, and then you threw out the devil horns.
0: Well, because I had a good time. That's yeah, good. Like, I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. Rock. Yeah. Well, get get your haircut with us next time. Sure. Get your haircut with us next time. We went for her birthday. We had a good time.
1: Very cool. But what are we transferring in? Yeah. Well, <laughs> next what up is on the show. Act two. So act
0: we- two of the show is we've been doing. We always do something fun for act two, um, and we're going to go to a segment called Item Origin. <laughs>
2: Item origin. origin.
0: Now, for new listeners to the show, what item origin is, is we find a secondhand item from a thrift store, we purchase it, and then we hypothesize or surmise how it found its way to the Goodwill outlet. So, what the item is we have this week, it was a find by Shane who gave it to me, and he's like, Would you want this? And I said, Of course. So it is a McDonald's toy from 1987, and it's a burger, and it Big transforms Mac, into say. a transformer
1: burger. <laughs> and it doesn't have much uh, animation. No, it, it kind of just flips up the top bun, and there's <laughs> a guy with some arms. Yeah, you flip up the top bun, see arm guy. He's really sad. He's sad. They, they did not mold this well.
0: No. Um. Now we have found with this uh, McDonald's toy from 1987? 1987. Well, 1987. That out of the way. It is a burger, and there's in that uh, set, there's also some fries. There's also a drink,
1: maybe, where there's a hot cakes. I didn't see the hot cakes. Hot cakes box, arguably the best. There's also a T bone steak. See, the T bone steak. And a piece of bread. And neither of those made any sense. T bone steak and a piece of bread? And they fold out and they have arms and they T pose. To me, this T-Bone steak probably slaps.
0: I didn't see it. It
1: had sunglasses.
0: Yeah, that slaps.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, pretty okay. Um, so with the item origin today...
1: It's um, just a robot sitting on a burger from 1987.
0: That's all we got. Um, but it is, it is actually pretty cool, and it was pretty lightweight, so it was basically free to get. Um, so where I think this came from, it's item origin. I think... Um, and we have found, at least I myself have found old McDonald's toys still in the bag, like unopened, undone. And, and to me, that's just like, maybe like a dead stock thing, or maybe people just had those as a collection and just don't
1: care about them. Or people just got them out of the happy meal, threw them on a table. They forgot about it. And then here we are. Yeah. See with this, this is actually opened and appreciated, which I think I can also psychoanalyze the person that may or may not have owned this that's pretty cool because that's what you're going to
0: have to do here in a sec yeah but where i think this came from how this was donated i believe that the person who owned it may have owned more from the series and i was born in 1987 so i'm 32 and so i think maybe this kid maybe you'd have to see him a little bit older than me i think they were the the type of kid that they're in the back seat they want to go to mcdonald's and they want the toy So I think this was one of those um, coming home from McDonald's, you got the McDonald's bag in your hand, you get through the food, and you see that plastic bag, you rip it open, and it was the burger one, and they were like, this is sick, this is the burger one. So came home, maybe they got the T-bone steak one, maybe got the hot cake one, who knows what they got, maybe they got a couple, but I think this person had a McDonald's baby ass toy collection. And I think it just went into a box, and it just was forgotten about forever. And then here we are. You know, it was probably not – I'm. this is just a total guess. This is just something that comes to me. I think that it was actually donated in 2018, and we are just coming to see it in, two th- in 2020 because – those little things at the goodwill outlets get shipped around every which way but where i think this burger came from i think it was uh, something that was actually purchased opened and played with back then it was put into a box in the attic and then once upon a time it got donated it went through the system and it ended up in canton ohio where we found it today and that's my item origin for the 1987 mcdonald's burger transformer now you had a
1: concept yourself of what this could be. so 1987 the rape old year 1987 um so 1981 the person who was born let's just say michael i looked it up the most popular boy name in ohio in 1981 was michael (laughs) like that's a hard (laughs) guess it was like michael john david bible Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Joseph. Fucking Joseph. Francis. Yeah. Uh, Christian, actually, with oh. number three. Okay, cool. So pretty much you know where you are. You know yeah. where you stand get it. You get it. You get Six it. years later, you know trans- what you stand Transformer for. Transformer burgers come out. Transformer fries come out. Transformer drinks. T-bone steaks. You know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first wave of the Transformer madness. Yeah, they come out. Mm-hmm. I think that Michael... Was a burger happy meal Kind of guy Okay, Because you gotta think If this is in the Goodwill bins 30 years later mm-hmm. it's, it's most likely Has been used I think he popped for it I think it was a burger And Michael loved it Because you're either a burger Or a chicken nuggets kind of happy meal person There's only two genders <laughs> And it's if you like burgers with your happy meal Or if you like chicken nuggets with your happy meal Who were you? Burger and I still am. You Back when I was vegetarian because I liked a girl in college, I would sneak <laughs> McDonald's cheeseburgers every so often. Oh, so you were a fake vegetarian? I was vegetarian, baby. Damn. Um, yeah, I went to pescatarian. Then you realize the fishing industry is fucked up. And then I just eat whatever I want. No, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll die of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna feel real bad laying in a hospital bed dying in nothing. And you're all gonna be there by yourself. I mean you may or may not be surrounded
0: by your loved ones. You may or may not be surrounded
1: by five people watching you get your ass kicked and mad. You never know. You never know. You never Um, know how that was. I think Michael loved it. I think uh he popped for it. I think one of his parental figures or one of his guardian figures uh threw it in a ziploc bag, put it in a closet. Uh Probably the parents died. Michael went back. Didn't even know the burger's still in there. Threw it in a fucking donation bin and said, see ya. Uh, probably Could be. did that in 2018. Could be. 2017. I think this isn't smushed or cracked or broken. No. So I think it's definitely more recent. Maybe even 2019 it was donated. Yeah. Um. That's fair. However, it's very sad.
0: Yeah, it looks sad. And I, th- to kind of... To kind of go go forth with your story, how you said you know maybe he came back, donated the thing in his closet, you know how parents now. I didn't go away to college because I was poor, but I didn't even go to a real college. I went to a college that's now a Comcast cable building, but uh, I a lot of the times when the kids leave the house like for college or anything like that, um, or you know they leave for college and then they just you know uh, move out and. I think maybe mom or dad could have had the old box of stuff in back in his closet, and they're just like, it's about time that we get rid of this. Maybe Michael has some grandkids now. And so they probably were just Joseph, like... Probably
1: Joseph, probably David. Maybe a Hayden thrown in there.
0: Yeah, uh, all men. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, It's Ohio. Yeah, Ohio versus everything. Um, there's a uh, wrestling stable called Ohio versus everything, and at a black craft what a
1: weird hill to stand on
0: yes um at a black craft wrestling event one of uh, the members of ohio versus everything and now i know i've said this to you off mic but on mic um he uh walked down the uh wrestling ramp and he looked at me and he pointed at me and he said your haircut is gay and i hope you die of aids And I was like, yikes.
1: That's (laughs) tough. (laughs) Yikes, That's how I felt when we were driving through all of Ohio today. There was a blue Trump barn. Mm -hmm. There was a pro-life billboard. Mm -hmm. There was a cop on the side of the road outside of the bin saying, the Jews are going to ruin America. (laughs) You didn't (laughs) see that. That was on the other side of the van. Yeah. He was in a high V vest. He mm-hmm. got a few beeps. I think they're angry beeps. They're a little longer than normal.
0: Well, uh, we were eating a cold chicken sandwich that I
1: ripped apart like an animal. I was like eating an in- involuntarily open face because I dropped the half of the bun in between the car seat crevice. But
0: af- After we were done collecting our thrift haul, we sat in Shane's car... And I ripped apart like an animal a cold chicken sandwich so we could uh, eat it as friends. And there was like a cop SUV that just kept driving around us for no reason. He drove around
1: us three times. For no reason.
0: Just eating a chicken sandwich. And so we had said the two genders, uh, the burger meal and the chicken nuggets meal, I'm right in the middle as usual. I'm the chicken sandwich. Let's go, baby. Let's (laughs) go, baby. (laughs) As usual. I was the chicken sandwich. I was then. Did they ever have a chicken sandwich with the Happy Meal? Could you do that? I don't think
1: so. Um, I "I don't think so. I I just did it for the, the effect. I mean, McChickens are fine. Yeah, they're fine. Regular single cheeseburger. Not that McDouble bullshit.
0: I was the first customer to Wendy's. Once upon a time. Just the Wendy's? Uh, the, uh, one of the Wendy's, um, their manager was Rocco, and my not, not, not the popular kangaroo, uh, just a man. Um, is that really the name
1: of the Wendy's kangaroo? No, that's the name of the Kennywood kangaroo?
0: There is no kangaroo associated with Wendy's. <laughs> then why do you say kangaroo? Rocco. Rocco's modern life. Rocco no, he's was a, a wallaby. Can- Shut up, I got it.
1: <laughs> Shut up, I got it. <laughs> Shut up, I got it. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's a wallaby. There wasn't even a kangaroo on that show. Uh, (laughs) Uh, He was a
0: wallaby, and Rocco, Rocco, the manager, I thought he was going to give me a bunch of free stuff because I was the first customer, and I waited there as, like, an 8-year-old, and I walked in. He gave me nothing. I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich plain, and I said, thank you, and then my pap took me back home because I probably pissed myself (laughs) because I always did. And he wasn't a kangaroo. He was a wallaby. Before we get out of here, uh, we want to give a special thanks every week, just like we do. Um, Bluffstopbandcamp.com, Steve Barras, uh, Alternate Reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. And of course, on Spotify, Shane and I put together Thrifty Playlist number one, and Alternate Reality is on that as track two. So definitely check us out on Instagram at Thrifty Podcast. Check it out on Facebook, Thrifty Podcast. And I will send you some stickers if you give us a five star review. Um, and then screenshot that show me the five-star review and i will send you some stickers also want to give a shout out to our friends at commonwealth press Uh, what commonwealth press does they're a diy t-shirt business that started in a basement in the south side of pittsburgh and now they're kind of still on the south side of pittsburgh but they've gone up in the world cwpress.com right now promo code thrifty or thrifty podcast you're ordering 50 shirts Twelve of them are going to be for free. Twelve free shirts. In an order of 50 shirts, cwpress.com, Commonwealth Press. So, real quick, Rocco is a wallaby. I understand that. I I'm appreciate that. How about, what was your favorite Rocco character? Before we get out of here, Who is your favorite character on Rocco?
1: Heifer. Oh, I forget uh, the name of the Philbert, Filbert. Term. Filbert. Yeah, you seem like a Filbert head. I'm a Filbert kind of man. Filbert's
0: uh, partner was like uh, a, a pretty cool person with a, a claw hand. Yeah, that's pretty
1: sick. Shout out, literally being open-minded in the '90s.
0: Uh, for sure, and um, the the new Rocco special, um, uh, they introduced a transgender character, so that's pretty.
1: Sick. Shout out, There's being open-minded now.
3: Yeah,
0: you could be open-minded yeah. whenever you want. Yours was. hmm uh, mine. I'm definitely a Rocco guy. That's you know what's the cop out? You know what's lame about that?
1: That you kinda look like Filbert, yet you're a Rocco guy.
0: (laughs)
2: Yo!
0: Get roached.